Are you ready to set a spaghetti? <sighs> yes. <laughs> hey everyone, welcome to episode 14 of Disney Channel Original Newbies. I'm Joanna. And I am Sam. And you are listening to, I already said episode 14. We're going to talk about Up, Up, and Away from the year 2000. Welcome to Y2K. And in honor of the year 2000, we are going to toast. Let's open up our beers first. (laughs) And we're going to toast to Y2K and surviving through it. Yeah, we did it. Virtual toast. We are looking at each other, but we're just too far away to actually toast. (laughs) That was a mistake. (laughs) That was a little much. (laughs) All right. So like you said, we're getting to the movie Up, Up, and Away, which I have zero recollection of from my childhood. Never heard of the movie. When we watched it, none of it seemed like I've seen it before. So this is a new one for me. All right. So I'm excited that we experienced the first disney channel original movie of the millennium together yes only 20 years later better late than never it is pretty crazy we're two decades after this movie came out that's that's so strange to think about <laughs> do you, do you what, what year do you think it'll be when we catch up to where they're at right now never <laughs> <laughs> did it just come out too quickly for us to do it I think there's like 10 to 12 a year. I think it's around 10 or so. It's only like 200 movies. It's 108 movies. Well, it's 10 a year for 20 years. I think they they slowed down more recently. And also we looked up the list before we started the podcast and it was 108 movies. Unless I'm pretty sure a couple have come out. Do you think 100 have come out this year? Yeah. Oh, that's going to be rough. They took all of the unfinished movies- um, that they had scrapped because they didn't think they were good. And they were like, Ugh, COVID, we need some sort of content to put on Disney+. Plus. Hey, there's all these crap films we never released. Let's just do that. And now they put them out bi-weekly. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, what is it when something happens twice a week? I think it's bi-weekly. But isn't bi-weekly once every two weeks? Oh, yeah, you're right. But you get um, paid bi-weekly? I think you just say twice a week. That's kind of boring. Eh, whatever. Well, speaking of, let's uh, <laughs> get into the movie Up, Up, and Away. I'm kidding. It wasn't actually boring. I enjoyed it. I liked it, it too. It my intention, for sure. Yeah. It was definitely a fun film to watch. So the premise of this movie is that there's a boy who is coming of age. I think he's turning 12? 14. 14. I'm sorry. I knew shows it wasn't 13. How, shows how much you were paying attention. I knew it wasn't 13. He's turning 14, and... In this society, you get your superpowers before you turn 14 or on the day you turn 14. Is it in this society? Because that makes it sound like the entire world has superpowers. For everyone that is a superhero, you get your powers before you're 14 or the day you turn 14. It seemed, yeah, okay. It seemed like a f- coming up to the 14th birthday. Yes, it wasn't like a familial thing. It was right. all superheroes are this way. Yeah. And this kid doesn't have his powers yet his whole family has powers his dad's friends all have powers and it's basically to see whether or not he's getting his powers and then there's also some shenanigans going on in town that they have to resolve yeah there's a new villain in town we can't really call him a super villain 
because it doesn't have superpowers, but there's a villain in town. Yes. Although, if that's the case, I'm um, spoiler alert, you also couldn't call the most recent villain Spider-Man a supervillain either. I wouldn't. So he's just a vi- regular villain? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. With super resources. Yes. Well, then again, so then Batman's not a superhero. No, he's an anti-hero. But that, I mean, the whole super part is the part I was kind of Yeah, I know. <laughs> Same with Iron Man. Neither of them are superheroes, is what you're saying. But he's super rich. For the record, Joanna, you are saying that neither <laughs> Batman or Iron Man are superheroes, correct? Sure. Yeah, we'll go with that. Wow. Yeah. Um, both super rich, Batman and Iron Man. That is so not going to go down well with our Comic-Con listeners. Uh, they gave off on us a while ago, <laughs> so not too concerned. <laughs> Maybe they like this movie. Who knows? The That's true. That's true. Comic-Con listeners, I apologize. <laughs> so this movie opens up with like, there's an organization called Earth Protectors. And you're not really sure what they're doing. It's kind of you keep you're kept in the dark in the beginning. And there's a guy who I just know from Entourage, the show, named E. So I'm just going to call him E throughout this to make it easier. <laughs> for you, but not for me because yes. I did not watch Entourage. So E from Entourage, the like the main bad guy that's yeah. not a supervillain. He and a woman are putting together some software, I think. Mm-hmm. And you don't really know what's going on, but they're called Earth Protectors. So you're like, oh, are they protecting the Earth? Who knows? And it kind of leaves them off there, kind of. You don't really know what's going on. To me, it seemed like something nefarious was happening just because of the setting. It was in, I don't know, a darker room, lots of like sketchy technology happening. I mean, obviously, we find out that Nina isn't really bad. So she was just, uh, I guess, low budget and has to work out of a warehouse. So Nina is the... The woman. Female helper, yeah. right. So it's E for Montourage and the helper. Nina. She was the lead programmer, Sam. She was yes, the brains yes. of the operation. But she's Come not on, the, give her some credit. She's not the head villain, I would say. No, she's not, she's a, not a villain. Yeah. She is pure. Although we'll get into the ethics a little later on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There are definitely some ethical issues. But she had good intentions. Sure, sure, sure. But calling her pure is a little okay, iffy, yeah. I would say. Oh, fair. <laughs> yeah. I'll take that. And then we're also introduced to the family and their marshals marshall is their last name i'm yes. pretty sure marshall marshall's yes sure. something yeah. like that. and the the main protagonist his name is scott yeah the father's name is jim the mom's name is judy the brother's name is adam and the sister's name is molly and this is five people in this family mother father two brothers and a sister and it focuses on the middle child in this family who's like we said before Upcoming his 14th birthday. He doesn't have powers yet. The whole family has powers. Right. Although we don't know in the beginning. I mean, there's kind of like some, the first like 15 minutes, you, you don't know they're superheroes, but it's pretty obvious. And we see the father, I think, suit up and help out. Oh, right. At the a bank, bank robbery. robbery. Right, right, right. He gets there after the mom does. Right. And the bank robbery is done by the guy, He's E the from guy. Entourage. Yeah. Now I'm just going to think of him as E. Just call him E. It's easier. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know his real name in the movie, so who cares? So there's a bank robbery. Oh, and we know at this point what the technology does. Yes. What it is meant to do is kind of hypnotize adolescent brains and have them become uh, better to the environment. So they recycle, they compost, they throw out their trash. But Mr. Quinn, who as Sam calls him E, 
<laughs> uh, hijacks it and just uses it for mind control so he can kind of do whatever he wants and get lots of money and take over the world. Yes. And before we get to that point, there's a few things that we have to discuss. Not a discuss, we'll at least let the audience know. Is that it's pretty obvious from the get-go that the family's kryptonite, quote-unquote, is tinfoil. Yes. Well, at first... All right, so uh, Scott's friend... What's his friend's name? Randy? Randy, yes. Randy walks in, and he's like, hey, good morning, Marshall family, and he's holding zucchini bread wrapped in tinfoil. So I was like, what is going on? And they're very skeptical. They're ve- yes. Um, don't know if it's the bread. Don't know if it's zucchini. Maybe they have all the celiacs. We don't know. It's not that what they say is the... No, they say that they're allergic to zucchini. Yeah, they yeah. tell them that they're all allergic. So obviously there was something going on. Oh, also, I didn't know if it was Randy. And they just didn't like Randy. And like maybe Randy's parents were super villains oh, or something. That yeah. did cross my mind. That's true. Um, but we do find out that it is the tinfoil that the family can't touch because the aluminum messes with their molecules or something and can kill them if they touch it too much. Yeah, it wasn't. I mean, they discuss it briefly. It doesn't really matter. Just tinfoil kind of yeah, kills that's them. Yeah, that's basically. their kryptonite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, you know, on the nose here. <laughs> and also in the first. 10 to 15 minutes of the movie a lot of soccer balls knocking people over happens like three times i didn't even notice that <laughs> oh wait it knocks the dad over and then they go to a soccer game and someone gets knocked over it's I, it's great i guess it's more common to be knocked over at, by a soccer ball at a soccer game oh for sure yeah. i just like that they did it multiple <laughs> times in this movie and later on soccer gets involved too and i guess some more background scott the main kid he plays soccer. He's pretty good, but has issues scoring. I don't. He's good otherwise. It seems like he. Uh, he's like the either or he doesn't like passing, or he's good until there's a lot of pressure, and then he kind of right. Well, gets... he's good at passing. I think he had like the most assists or something. He just couldn't score like in important mm-hmm. times. So he wants to be captain of the team along with who's his Amy. friend Amy. Also, Amy Rosen. Yeah. Also wants to be captain of the team. Mm-hmm. So they have a friendly rivalry between the two of them. I would almost say it's not really friendly. They just seem like rivals, but in the sense that they just have crushes on each other. Sure, but they're so like, it's like a, yeah. a middle school kind of rivalry. Yeah, but you could tell there's like some, you know, we they can, like each other. but they can't. Sure. So true. in their minds, they're just rivals. They're bitter rivals. Yes. To the very end. And I think you mentioned before, so the people from Earth Protectors come to the school that Scott goes to, and they give out these discs with the mind control technology on them. CD-ROMs, the height of millennium technology. No floppy discs in this school, only CD-ROMs. And he plays it in his DVD drive. So they give out these CDs, and this is what kind of hypnotizes the kids into doing whatever they tell them to do. And this is when they all wear blue. Is this their first day? Yeah. So that was their test run. Um, the Mr. Quinn and the Earth Protectors to see if the technology actually works. He just programs it. Super simple. First, they're all going to wear blue. And then they're all going to start eating chocolate at the exact same time. Which, you know, pretty, pretty good test. You would do you that without me. mind control. Well, I just eat chocolate all the time. And wear blue. Yes. Because you're a crib. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my god. <laughs> um, I eat chocolate all the time. <laughs> Alright, so let's get into the superhero family and what their powers are and what their names are. Mm-hmm. So the father, who's named Jim, he's the Bronze Eagle, right? Yeah, Bronze Eagle. And he has the ability to fly. And it seems like also super strength. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But flying is rare, apparently, in superheroes in this. The mother is named Warrior Woman, which is totally unique and not like any other superhero name. Definitely not. For sure not. So Wonder, I mean, Warrior Woman, she can't fly, but she rides a bike really fast. Um, I'm guess yeah. I don't think that's part of her superpower. I just think she has a, a supercharged bike. bike. Yeah, yeah. Um, she definitely has super strength. Yes. Did she have any other powers? I think those are the only ones we really see. Yeah. The brother is named Adam, and he's the silver, silver charge. I'm sorry, he's the oh. silver charge. He has super speed, and um, can produce electricity. Yes. Which is, so going back to his name, though, so the commissioner of the NBA, his name is Adam Silver, and that's all I could think about is because his name is Adam, and he was the Silver Charge. So, worked out pretty well. Do you think that's why they named him the Silver Charge? Yeah, 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 because the commissioner wasn't even implemented at that time, but yeah. They knew. They knew. He was (laughs) in, like, law school or whatever he was doing. Uh, The producers of this movie, (laughs) their power. (laughs) And the sister molly did she, i don't think she even had a superhero name did she no she was too young it seemed like the superhero name was presented on the 14th birthday oh okay that may, oh right because she's right she's younger mm-hmm. okay and she she has laser vision yeah she's light sex on fire yeah which is which great is pretty sweet <laughs> she's the best superhero in this movie oh let me, yeah let me tell you nothing like an untrained <laughs> superhero and she just throughout the movie causes absolute ruckus just lighting things on fire calling scott out which is great oh she was someone great. asked him. yes she kept scott in line for sure she was the least dumb person besides mr jefferson which we'll get into she was the least <laughs> dumb person in that family in terms of being like convinced of things that clearly weren't the case yeah and she definitely wore all over her face she had the best facial expressions uh, at some point, there's obviously the sit down between Scott and his father about Scott wanting to have powers and being like, hey, like it's two days before my birthday. I want powers, blah, 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 blah. And his father's like, oh, you still got some time. There's people who have gotten it like on their birthday, giving him some false hope. Mm-hmm. But I think he's kind of resigned to like, yeah, he's not going to get his powers. I see. I thought he was in denial because the mom. The father? The father was in oh, denial. Oh, no, I was saying that scott was like i'm not getting powers until his father spoke to him about it yeah so his dad gave him false hope yes um and his dad was definitely in denial and uh scott's mom uh when she heard about what dad said was really not happy with him yes like that that wasn't a good idea yep and then we get the typical disney channel original movie scene where the parents are talking I think it's in the kitchen again, as usual. Always in the kitchen. And Scott- Most important room in the house. And Scott overhears it. And he's like, you know what? I got to pretend to have some powers. Let me me do something about this. Let me- Unscrew the hinges. Undo the hinges of the door and pretend that I have super strength and rip it off. And then let me throw a soccer ball through the leaves and be like, I can fly. But when he takes the door off, 
it goes flying as yeah. if it's like made of like styrofoam. Well, he's also been doing push-ups. It was insane. He did those off camera though. Like the ca- <laughs> it wouldn't go that far. <laughs> it's insane. So I, I like that a lot. He he doesn't have super strength, but he has some natural strength. Yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. That you know <laughs> that he's on the soccer field. Four foot eight. You know. 84 pounds almost almost 14 year old zero <laughs> percent body fat though which is yeah. very impressive pure muscle <laughs> so he does this and then his father and mother and the whole family is like whoa oh my god he's got powers he just ripped the door off the super strength that's a great one yeah and they all they all buy it yeah no no investigating except for grandpa although he's a faker a mother faker i don't even know what you're saying right now <laughs> you see the ringer the movie no oh my god we'll watch it with johnny knoxville we'll watch it don't worry so yeah he rips the door off the hinges using his fake super strength then he somehow with a throwing a soccer ball through the trees makes it seem like he can fly and his parents are absolutely thrilled grandpa's not fooled sister's not fooled yeah and i, I mentioned it before his grandpa is George Jefferson. Yes. Which is awesome. Yeah. He was great. And he's a steel. Steel condor. Condor. I really like how throughout the movie they name drop other superheroes. Oh, yeah. They became so, Spider-Man. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. We had dinner with Spider-Man and Mary Jane last <laughs> night. And grandpa is like, yeah, Superman stole my name. Man of steel. Steel condor. Yeah. It was great. It was great. <laughs> Did they? Me- I feel like they mentioned Batman at some point, but I don't. I just know. have. Sp- I just remember Spider Man and Superman, obviously, yeah. but I don't remember. It's possible for sure. Mm-hmm. But he's yeah. not a superhero, so we went over this. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting that they uh, mixed Marvel and DC. Mm. How mm. dare they? Oh, also they eat vegetables for their powers. Oh, so many vegetables. They eat a lot of. They're basically Popeye. They eat spinach yeah. to get strong. One hundred percent. It's like green veggies too. Their dinner table is my dream. I'm surprised you don't have superpowers yet that I know of. That's right. That you know of. Your superpowers podcasting. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe not. Maybe I have other <laughs> powers and I just don't want to tell you because I'm protecting you. Well, I appreciate it. All those times that I ask you to open jars for me, <laughs> I can really open them myself. <laughs> and I think you went over it before, but he also says that he could fly, which is a rare trait in superheroes. So they're like, oh, let's go see you fly. And he's like, oh, no. <laughs> so he just throws a soccer ball into the into the tree. It makes no sense. No. And this was, for me, the biggest of the plot holes that they wouldn't insist in watching him take off. It's his first time ever fl- or second, second time, time ever flying. flying. He just got his powers today or yesterday. And you're like, you know what? You could fly. We'll take your word for it. Mm-hmm insane yeah and yeah they don't at least try to watch him take off don't you know the dad doesn't go up after him and be like hey i didn't see you flying around oh i think the next day after he pretends to have powers is where they all wear blue to school i think it's sometime thereafter that day the next day his father goes to fly with him and holds his hand and carries him up into the air and he's, he's like, like, all right, go. <laughs> like a baby bird. <laughs> Push him right off that branch. Whee! And he almost crashes into the earth and dies. 
Don't worry, he doesn't. That would have been a terrible end to the movie. Insane. Yeah. I mean, I get where the dad was coming from, but... Oh, totally. It's yeah. like riding a bike. You just, you know, you hold on, you hold on, then you just push them and hope they could, like, pedal and keep the momentum yeah. going. Yeah. Or, like, learning to swim. Same thing. Excuse me? Throw them in. I don't understand. <laughs> Do what now? Don't worry. We'll teach you how to swim. We'll get it. We'll get it yeah. into that later. Okay. Pop, pop, kick, kick. And I think, I think the next day, or, oh, yeah, there's a day before his birthday is when he says he could fly. Or two days before. And then it's his birthday. Hooray. And because it's the 14th birthday, this is the celebration of you becoming a superhero, like officially, I guess. First of all, love how they are all wearing their costumes, all the superheroes. Oh, yeah. So all the all the friends at the party are all superheroes. Yeah, because this, this isn't really uh, Scott's bir- like friend's birthday party. It's his coming out as a superhero party. It's his superhero bar mitzvah. Yes. That's the perfect way to put it. <laughs> um, his so- Haftorah was perfect, by the way. <laughs> You really nailed it. <laughs> Muscle <Mastub. laughs> So yeah, all of uh, the superheroes in town are there, all in costume, all referring to each other by their superhero names, which is great. Who uh, was your favorite superhero at the party? I mean, I think the one that stood out the most was the one with the stretchy arms. Okay. Who was basically Reed Richards. Oh, they mentioned what the Fantastic Four What's at Reed some point. Richards? Reed Richards is in the Fantastic Four and he's Mr. Uh, Stretch. Oh, okay. Or Mr. Elastic. Um, yeah, he just he can stretch out. I like how you refer to him as Reed Richards and not the guy that's Mr. Fantastic. He's Mr. Fantastic. Okay. But we all know him as Reed Richards, yeah. obviously. I feel like the Fantastic Four, they don't really go by their superhero names. Really? Except for the thing. I was gonna say the thing. He's the only one yeah. I know. Yeah. Sue Storm is just She's the Invisible Woman, but she's just Sue Storm. Oh, and then there's the Human Torch. The Human Torch from is... the movie we watched. Oh, the TV show we watched, The Boys. Yeah. What was it? I can't remember his name. I don't remember, brother. Something like The Torch. Um, that was X- But he was an X-Men. He was Who was an X-Men? The guy, uh, Lamplighter. Yes. But He in- was an X-Men in The Boys? The actor who played oh, Lamplighter. Oh, I was like, there's no way that crosses over yeah. with real superheroes. No. The guy who played Lamplighter in The Boys plays Iceman in X-Men, which is pretty great. It's the opposite. <laughs> yeah. Do you think they did that on purpose? That's crazy. They were like, we don't want your character to cross over, so we're just going in opposite directions. That's like, you know, Danny DeVito playing the supervillain, the kangaroo in a movie. Because he was the penguin before. <laughs> Go home, you're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember what we were talking about. Oh, your favorite superhero in the, mo- in the oh, party. Yeah. The stretchy guy. I th- he wasn't even my favorite. I actually found him kind of annoying because he was just reaching around people. So but he's the annoying. only one that stuck out. Okay. I had two. One was the guy that was like the inflatable Superman that was in a costume that was just oh, <laughs> just that like, was great. It was like with air in it. Oh my god, that was fantastic! Oh, all the costumes were so bad. so great. <laughs> and then my second favorite, on on par with inflatable Superman, was there's a guy in like a Trojan costume, but he was like eighty six years old, and he was like he looked like 
I completely missed that. It was looked so ridiculous. I saw the the inflatable muscles guy. Uh, I did not see miss the him. couldn't miss Trojan. Him. Apparently, I could. No, couldn't miss the inflatable. Oh type yeah, of Superman. <laughs> could take my eyes off of him. So those are my two. Oh, so what happens is at the party, there's an explosion. E from Entourage. <laughs> explosion. We skipped over most of the movie, by the way. We skipped over everything from the bad guy's point of view, but who cares? He explodes a building he that explodes a building. Nina is in because they think that Nina's kind of like not helping them out. Which she's not. And they want to know where the marshals live and know their real identity to stop them from stopping them. So their plan is to blow up the building. The marshals are going to go there. They're going to get their identification that way from a tracker to be put on them. The biggest tracker with the brightest lights and louding. It makes beeps. noises. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. Yeah. This is a foolproof plan. 100%. And they're going to track them. So it explodes. And the marshals are like, you know what? Let's have our dear boy Scott. You know who the best person to save someone from a burning building is? An untrained 14-year-old who just got his costume today. We forgot something, though. Scott got his superhero name during the party. Yes, he did. And he is Warrior Eagle, I think. Yeah. A lot of eagles in this family. Pretty awesome. So he's Warrior Eagle. And they send Warrior Eagle, Scott, to save this woman from a burning building. Definitely a really good idea to send a brand new superhero to save a woman from a burning building who has no experience and they don't even say, I'm going to go with you. They're like, first mission, you're flying solo. Emphasis on the flying. I'm just realizing now. So this is after his father dropped him and knew he couldn't fly, right? No. That was after the party? It couldn't have been. Um, it, it was after the party. No, 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 no. It was definitely before because the party's like this last day or the second to last day of the entire movie, right? Definitely because they know he's not a superhero at that point. After he like doesn't fly (laughs) to do the, I think it was a day of the birthday party. He brings him flying before the party. Oh, dad drops him before the party and then they're at the soccer game. And the mom is like, he's probably just nervous for the party. And he's right. untrained, so he d- can't control it. Oh, so they thought yeah. it was just like a fluke that he right. couldn't fly. Yeah, they oh, thought he... Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah, so yeah. even after he drops him, I guess it makes sense that, like, the mother told him beforehand that maybe he was just, like, nervous or whatever. But he still makes him fly, like, the next day to save this woman. It's insane. And I kind of get them saying this is your big day you might as well go save someone but they should have sent an experienced superhero with him have anyone else go yeah. have the brother go it doesn't yeah. matter this is not your first mission should not be a solo mission have the sister go she could set the building more on fire perfect just burn it down <laughs> faster we want this to be quick and painless so many choices mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah so that was that was a little irresponsible like so, your first day on the job you don't just start working you get some training exact totally agree yeah so then scott pretends to fly and then rides his bike all the way to the building which is miles away presumably 
and they're all watching the news. Like, where the hell's Scott? Mm-hmm. Where's Scott at? Yeah. Where's Warrior Eagle? He's not there? Why is he flying so slow? What is he, Steel Condor? Oh, come on. That's a low blow. Hey, Steel. we experienced Steel Condor slow flying later in the movie. There was a kid in my, my school who we used to call the Condor because he has such a long wingspan. That's pretty great. Did you play sports? He tried to play sports and he would like, we'll cut this, but. <laughs> no, we won't. <laughs> he would like post photos of himself, like throwing a ball in in a baseball field. Like he loved baseball, loves mm-hmm. the Yankees. And he would like just stand at home plate, just throw balls into the outfield and like take pictures of where all the balls landed. That's weird. So I hope the condor's doing well. <laughs> Did he know that you called him the Condor? Oh, I doubt it. But alas. So Scott gets to the building four hours later. <laughs> Nina's basically dead. Yes. And he gets into the building, goes up some stairs, gets to like the third or fourth floor where she is. It's like, hey, I'm going to help you. Let's not just go the way I just came to get into the building. Something collapsed oh, behind okay, him. Behind, yeah, I did see that. And she's like, who the fuck are you? Aren't you just like a a kid in a mask? Yeah. What are we doing here? (laughs) And I think considering he doesn't have any powers and he didn't have any fire safety equipment on. He's some kid. Yeah. That's all he is. Yeah. But he did a pretty good job of saving her. Much better than the firefighters who were standing around doing nothing. They try to stop him from going in and then they still did nothing. Yeah. They weren't even shooting water at the building they couldn't even blockade the building <laughs> they couldn't do they, anything right they couldn't have done less uh, i mean i mean you could get into your rant about firefighters now if you want to i know you have one right <laughs> <laughs> i put out a fire once really yeah when i was in high school i don't remember what the event was but there was some sort of event i don't know exactly how it happened but there was pizza being served and something fell in the trash and it caught on fire at high at the high school yeah okay and i happened to be standing next to it and holding a bottle of water and i just looked over it and saw fire and then dumped my water out over it and that like knocked out the whole fire yeah it wasn't big oh okay. like it i mean obviously if it could have gotten big but it was sure. just like what water dump and then it was done nice yeah i'm a hero my dad once was trying to cook string beans <laughs> And he put it in a plastic pot that was to go in like the microwavable pots that you like a steamer, I guess, kind of thing. Yeah. has holes in it. So he put the beans, green beans, in the pot. It was just on the stove. And he just like totally like had a brain fart and just turned on the stove. (laughs) (laughs) There's no water in it. There's nothing. It's just beans. And (laughs) he's like talking to us. He turns around. And I look, I'm like, there's a fire behind. Like, what's <laughs> happening? So he turns around and, like, turns the burner off. I don't even know how. He must have got, like, water from the sink. I don't have no idea how he turned it off. And we're like, what the fuck was that? Like, you just said, what would you do? He was like, I just totally forgot what I was doing. I just put the plastic thing of beans And your dog is still scarred. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sure the fire alarm went off at some point. But it was a pretty big fire, too. 
thankfully nothing happened but yeah oh i should say your dog is still emotionally scarred oh no of course not physically scarred but he's also scarred from everything so (laughs) he's just a nervous dog yeah hearing the door open hearing anyone put their shoes on hearing a plastic bag anything scars him at this point so he's very skittish poor kobe (laughs) and all right so he gets to the building they eventually get out so he does. He saves her. Yeah, using he does zero save her. powers. Yeah. So a fireman obviously mm. could have done it. Yes. Ridiculous. Could have done it better because they would have been wearing proper equipment. And th- <laughs> he's like clinging onto the side of the building, mm-hmm. like going down some like small like hose, it whatever was a fire hose, right? That's but, in the building. Yeah. And the firefighters are like standing on the ground, just like scratching their ass, just watching these two people like jump out of a building, and they're doing nothing. They they. St- walked over and they were like uh holding their arms up ready to catch them don't they all have like uh, the thing like, like a trampoline tra- or yeah, something like it's ridiculous yeah even if that's not a, a real life thing it's still a movie thing Ima- imagine that's not real whatsoever and just completely <laughs> made up in movies like it never existed in the history of firefighters it's just like it's not just a thing whatsoever pure movie magic we should look into that I'll call, call. I know one person who's a firefighter. I could ask them. Okay. I also know one. We'll, we'll both ask our firefighter contacts separately and nope. then compare notes. We'll see if they give conflicting statements yeah. about it. Yeah, it's real. No, are you Big high? firefighter is trying to convince us they're not real, but we know they <laughs> We're are. We're on to you. <laughs> so he saves her. They're, he they're saves safe. her, and that's when his dad shows up. He flew over because Grandpa told him like hey right your son doesn't actually have powers it's mr jefferson sorry grandpa george <laughs> grandpa george <laughs> grandpa steel george condor steel yes yeah that's right <laughs> yeah <laughs> um he was a little late to the to the game because he was playing dolls with his granddaughter like the grandfather should i like how you called yeah. <laughs> saving a woman from a fire the game (laughs) (laughs) the game meaning all of the train superheroes watching yes yeah and then when he realizes what's happening he's like oh shit and this is the uh the next phase of the movie which i call the boy who cried wolf section of the movie Mm. in that they caught scott lying to them about being a superhero. And then they never believe him about anything ever again. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Because the next thing that happens is he gets on the disc. He's told him and all the other kids are told to steal money from their parents to bring it to the school to give to these crooks. And he takes the money. And the father's like, hey, honey, where's my money? And she's never like, end. I don't know. Where's my money? And they find out that it's in his... Oh, she also has x-ray vision. Yeah, the sister has x-ray vision. Yeah. And this is the first time we hear about it. Yes. A lot she of powers snitches. with her eyes. Yeah. And she got stitches after. So it was fine. That's not true. <laughs> uh, and she sees the money in his backpack. And he's like, I didn't steal it. Because he was convinced to do it from the... The hypnosis. Earth protectors, whatever technology. Yeah. And all the other kids are doing the same thing. And he's like, yeah, I got caught stealing money. I don't know what happened. And his friend Randy's like, yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. And he just gives his money. <laughs> yeah. Like he pulls out the money, checks it, While puts talking. it back in the yeah. wallet. And yeah, totally unfazed. Oh, that's great. Um, but Scott's parents are like, you lied about being a superhero. So clearly you now steal money. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
very unfortunate. So Scott is telling them what's going on and they don't believe him. He's like, yeah, it must be the video I was watching. Mm-hmm. And they're like, what are you talking about? That can't be it. That's crazy. And then he tries to show them the, the video that he thinks has been hip- hypnotizing everyone. Yeah. And earlier that day, his teacher gave him a disc and said, this is specifically for you. Earth protectors want you to try out a special video. Oh, we need to back up. Scott's mask fell off when he was saving Nina from the fire. And they use the mask to figure out who he is. Yeah, they know who the marshals are now. Right. So that's why they give him the special disc, because now they want to hypnotize the parents. So before you get into the next thing, was the teacher in on all this? No. What's her deal? Um... At the beginning of the movie, she said that Earth Protectors had given the school a lot of funding. So, so they paid her off. Well, they paid the school. Oh, okay. Because she so, seemed kind of nefarious at times. So I couldn't really tell, like, hey, is she just, like, an idiot or, like... I think she's just an environmentalist. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. That might be the case. Yeah. They give Scott the special disc, and they say, you have to watch this with your parents. Um, because at this point, they want to hypnotize the marshals. So he goes home and he says, this is it. This is what they're using to hypnotize everyone. And they told me specifically to watch it with you. So I think something bad is going to happen. When he puts the disc on, it's just a regular learning about the environment disc. And then we realize that earlier in the day, he had bumped into Amy, his super crush, and accidentally switched discs with her. Right, so she gets the... The hypnotizing disc. Right, which makes her mother... (laughs) Mrs. Rosen. Rob a bank. (laughs) Which she does a really good job of. She does it, 100%. Yeah. She fakes having a gun. She successfully robs the bank. She never shows a weapon. She pretends to have a gun in her bag, which is crazy, because, like, why would a robber... So this happens in a ton of things. Why would a robber ever not show the weapon? What's the benefit to them? Well, if they get caught, they won't have a possession of a gun. They'll just have possession of a finger gun. But it's like, if they have a weapon, what's their benefit? None. But she doesn't. Right. She pretends to. She has finger guns. Yeah. Pew, pew. (laughs) She does that a few times. Yeah. And they're like, whoa, stop the pews. Although we don't see her get the money, but it's assumed she does. Mm -hmm. She doesn't get arrested. Yeah. And then uh, robs a bank and then goes to the the Earth Protector headquarters. Mrs. Rosen reporting for duty. Wait, what does she do after that? Is she just like she's just like hanging out, chilling there? Yeah, yeah. Because she's still hypnotized. uh, This mother is actually useless. She doesn't have superpowers. Oh, and also, so the technology works well on children, but not really well on people who have like well developed brains. Mm-hmm. So this presumes that Mrs. Rosen does not have a very well developed no, brain. No, 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 no. They said that they tweaked the code so that it works on adults. Sam, <laughs> I like the presumption better, but okay. So she gets your presumption is wrong. She gets there before the family gets there, right? Yeah. Yes. So she gets mm-hmm. there, and then the marshals find out what's going on because they're like miss rosen robbed a bank what's that's going not on? right so they go to the head headquarters how do they know where the headquarters is um they think fi- they 
somehow figure out that Earth Protectors is involved. I don't remember how. But they make the connection and be like, oh, Scott was okay. telling the truth. Yeah, so then Let's Scott's, go over there. So Scott's family, the sister doesn't go. She's no. In, she's in school. Well, she's not a trained superhero sure. yet. So the mother, father, and the son, Adam Silver, they <laughs> go to the headquarters and then they get trapped in a- A tinfoil cage. Tinfoil ink, igloo? <laughs> yeah. Of. It was very nicely. Di- I liked that they had like tinfoil disco balls also yes, hanging. Yes, it was very nice. Yeah, it wasn't just a cage. They put some thought into the design. Had to look, make it look nice for yeah. sure. For sure. Yeah. I totally ten agree out there. of ten. Yep. And <laughs> it's so ridiculous. So they get trapped in this tinfoil, and it's their kryptonite, so they can't get out of it. Mm-hmm. And funny drains they called their it powers. Their kryptonite. That'd been very funny. I feel like at some point they did. They may have. Yeah. I think when um, someone threw a ball of tinfoil at Scott to throw away, right. and his brother, his brother catches, catches it, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he's like, "This is our kryptonite." Yeah. Good times. So they're all trapped, and the next thing that happens is Scott, Randy. And, and Amy. Amy go to the headquarters because they know what's going on somehow. I think because Amy knows his, her mother tried to rob a bank. And he's like, I know what's going on. Let's go. He tells Randy and Amy, like, my parents are superheroes. Let's go. And they're like, oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah, no big well, deal. Yeah. No biggie. We'll follow you. It's Whatever. Yeah. Checks out. So they go down to the headquarters and they have some, like, ridiculous plans. They do, like, it's kind of, like, under wraps in a way, what they do to try to avoid being killed. They, like, set off, step on some bubble paper. What is it called? Bubble. Bubble wrap. Yeah, bubble wrap. To bubble, make it sound like gunshots. Yeah, which is, like, helps them for, like, two seconds. Which is all they need. Sure, of course. And eventually it gets to a point where all that needs to happen is Scott needs to kick a soccer ball through the tinfoil and hit the TVs? Yeah, the computers, because they are running the program to hypnotize the parents and the brother. Also, why didn't they just close their eyes? 100%, yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe the tinfoil didn't allow them to close their eyes. Right, it was slowly weakening them, so maybe it also weakened their uh, their inhibitions. And right. They were oh, thinking clearly. And also gets into, so he's not allergic to tinfoil because mm-hmm. he's not a superhero so they like handcuff him with tinfoil tin to think like oh it's gonna stop him because he's a superhero mm-hmm. which he isn't so it doesn't really affect him at all so that was a plot thing yes that's what they call them right plot things yeah that's the technical term yeah mm-hmm. but yes yeah, scott's soccer skills save the day at some point in my notes i wrote Punch him in the balls, Nina. Kick him uh, <laughs> about <laughs> Nina towards Mr. Quinn, not Scott. Yes, yes, yeah. of course. Oh, and then after the after everything is resolved, and then they get out and kick ass and whatever, then the grandpa gets there about you know ten minutes later. Yeah, and makes a joke about how he should have just taken a cab. Yes, he's getting up there. It's funny. He, yeah, it was funny. He was good. Yeah, he's he a really was, good actor. He was still able to break through the wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was. Yeah. Slow to fly. So still was, strong. I was reading up on uh, George Jefferson. He started acting when he was like 30 years old. And he like was a very private person. And he was like, this role was perfect for me. So I had to do it. But like otherwise, I'm just like, you know, not talking to people in the public. Just mm. doing my own thing. Good for him. Yeah. He passed away like 
five, ten years ago, I think. I don't remember. But he was good. He was really good in this movie. Yeah, he's he a great funny. actor. I liked him. Yeah. Yeah. They must have been so psyched when they wrote this movie and they're like casting for it. They're like, we got George Jefferson for this movie. They they were probably like, there's no way, but we might as well ask. Yeah, him. why not? Yeah. It can't hurt. <laughs> Wait, what? He said, <laughs> did, say yes? did you say he said yes? <laughs> Hold on. I think I have wax in my ears. <laughs> oh, and they could also, it's kind of like Men in Black. They like shoot. Well, the younger brother. No, the older the older brother. brother um, he... Shoots electricity and you like forget what's going on. Yeah. And so Amy asks Scott, <laughs> Scott to, to the, the dance. dance. He's like, yes, of course. I like you, whatever. And then, and then, and then the brother wipes her memory. Like a, <laughs> like a second later, the older brother wipes her memory. She was like, God damn it. <laughs> she, just re- she just realized she liked me. Oh, it was so funny. Oh. I really liked that. <laughs> And then the mom says, very wisely, if she likes you for you and not because you're related to superheroes, she'll say yes anyway. Right. So the next day, they come into contact with each other. And he he doesn't remember anything. And he asks her to the dance. Oh, wait, no, 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 he never does. Yeah, he wants out. Yeah. But they do go to soccer practice and they do vote for each other as captain. Mm -hmm. Oh, by the way. I liked that the vote for captain was a verbal vote where everyone says, I want Scott or I want yes, Amy and not written be. down. They're not going to write. They're soccer players. They're not going to like just have paper available to them. Come on. I mean, in high school, I played tennis and we had paper available, but I guess that's because the tennis team is the smart team. Who are they? Bill Gates? They don't have the money for that. <laughs> says the coach with the clipboard with papers on it those weren't papers those were actually just pictures of his dog oh that's so sweet he misses so many coaches (gasps) so he just flips through pictures oh that's adorable that's the movie i want to (laughs) watch but not you lucky dog (laughs) yes they vote for each other as captain they become co-captains and that's the movie oh they also defeated e oh yeah they did so we'll get into a few quick things. So E was defeated. Mm-hmm. The what was the woman's name? Nina, who mm-hmm. was his partner. Her whole goal was to like mind control people to save the universe. To, to save, save the, the earth. earth. I'm sorry, not universe. Yeah. To save the earth. Environmentally. To, like, right. To, save like, the ozone. Not pollute, do mm-hmm. all of whatever. Which is okay. I mean it's fine. But where do you stand on that morally? Um I don't think mind controlling people in general is like as a rule of thumb, not a good thing. Not, Even okay, if not you're good. trying sure. to make everyone vegan, compost regularly, recycle. Um, and she recognizes that. What if you made people not murder? Hmm. You know, it's kind of sad that we're even having this discussion that you have to mind control people to convince them that they shouldn't murder someone. Sometimes you got to murder. <laughs> yeah. Did you think of it that way? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, there you go. That was your first mistake. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just going to say, in general, mind control is bad. 
No, I agree. I think mm-hmm. people, um, people have their own free will, or at least mm-hmm. they believe that they have their own free will. It's very important for society and mind controlling people to do otherwise is pretty crazy and not a good thing to do. Yes. Although in this case, the uh, the kids did not know that they were being hypnotized sure, until sure, sure. Scott figured it out. And like, I'm all for like utilitarianism and like the best for everyone. But I think stopping people from being able to control their own bodies is a step too far. Although I feel like if everyone in the world stopped and had some chocolate, the world might be a better place. Except for people who are allergic to chocolate, that that would suck. So in general, what Mm -hmm. were your thoughts of the movie? I liked it. Um, I liked the premise. Um, You know, a little a little over the top, the top a little dramatic. Um, But you know, I liked the superhero family. I thought it was fun. I especially liked the costumes because of how corny they were. Oh, they're great. The costumes. Yeah. I. So like I said, I haven't seen it before. So I had no like, you know, childhood memories of what was going on in this movie. So I didn't like it as much for that reason, probably. But I thought it was definitely entertaining. Mm-hmm. I was never bored at any point. It definitely kept my interest. I wasn't like, hey, how far into the movie are we? Whatever. Which we do frequently. Yes. Depending on the movie. And it was fun, but it wasn't one of my favorite movies, to be honest. Um, I wouldn't say that it was my favorite, but at least it's up there. Okay. Yeah. When we get into the next top 10, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll talk about it more. We'll approach it at yeah. that point. No spoilers. All right. So let's get into our, our normal questions for the movie. Mm-hmm. So I'll start. If you had changed one thing about the movie what would you change this is gonna seem a little nitpicky but i would change the soccer captain timeline because i'm pretty sure that before every practice they said at the next practice we're gonna pick captains and it never happened until the end of the movie okay it was also like five days. Uh, yeah, but they were saying like, oh, today we're going to pick captains oh, or right, tomorrow right, right. we're going to pick captains. Okay. And they clearly weren't picking captains. So that actually really annoyed me because I would be like, he has to get to practice. They're picking captains. And then they <laughs> didn't pick the captains. That's true. Yeah. Okay. And also the verbal vote. Yes. So everything about mm-hmm. the captainship. Yeah. You were not on board for. Yeah. I mean, if they had just said at the end of the week, we're picking captains, that would have been fine. But it was, yeah, that that just annoyed me. I fixated on that. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's certainly fair. What I would change is I wish that the superhero party for his 14th birthday, we knew more of the superheroes there. We got introduced to them more. I think that would have been fun. That would have been fun. Besides Stretchy Man and Trojan (laughs) Geriatric Man. We needed more of Inflatable Muscle Man. Oh, my God. I would watch a whole movie about Inflatable Muscle Man. Soon to come, maybe. (laughs) Maybe he was also faking his powers. (gasps) And he just did a way better job of it. Yeah. Yeah. He had to be in his 40s, at least. Beneath those inflatable muscles, he has noodle arms. Unbelievable. Mm -hmm. How dare he? All right. What was the, uh, what's your question you're choosing next? Um, Who would you ship in this movie? All right, so I went with, I'm pretty sure he's of age, so hopefully it's not an issue, but I also think she wasn't that old. So I said Nina mm-hmm. and the Silver Charge, the older brother. 
Oh. I could see them yeah. getting together. Yeah. So what was yours? The mom and dad. I liked them. I liked them together. Oh, they the main character's mom and dad. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. I almost said Mr. and Mrs. Jefferson. <laughs> <laughs> but they were pretty snarky with one another. Yes, so. they were. That's a really good <laughs> she point. She was great. She was fantastic, too. She talked maybe three times the entire movie. But so memorable. She was great. Yeah. <laughs> the no, grandma, I, that is. Yeah. Yeah. I thought, you know, it was nice to see parents in a healthy relationship um, where they d- aren't having any external issues other than their son yep. having or not having superpowers working Clear- together working together crime. clearly love each other the one scene we didn't talk about which is re- a great scene which i'll get into shortly is when they stop the bank robbers yes and while having a conversation with each other that yeah. was great it shows how much of a well-oiled machine they are it was really good mm-hmm. spoiler was that it- your favorite scene yeah. <laughs> you want to talk more about it right now? Yeah, so we'll, we'll get right into it. So favorite scene was the scene we just went over. So they're stopping the bank robbers. They, like, run out. They fight a bunch of them. Then they try to drive away. They drive right into her, and the car, like, breaks in the front. It was done very well, by the way, like, in terms of effects. Yeah. And them just fighting while having, a like, a normal, normal conversation. conversation was, not out of breath. I loved that scene so much. Like, you can tell that they have done this so many times before yeah. and they have it down to a science absolutely it was yeah. great they did a really good job on that mm-hmm. what was your favorite scene um so i did think about that scene but then i thought about all the hypnosis scenes where um scott or any of his friends are watching the earth planet uh dvds earth, protectors, earth yeah. protector yeah. dvds and they're just so blank faced oh, with their great. mouths hanging open, getting hypnotized. And I was like, yes, this is this is exactly how it would look if a 14 year old were getting hypnotized. This is spot on. It was also funny when they did that when he was in the principal's office. Mm-hmm. So he gets like hypnotized for like two hours and he comes out and sees Randy. He's like, hey, Randy, what's going on? Randy's like, where have you been? He's like, oh, no, I just went to the office for like a minute. He's like, you were there for two hours. He's like, really? Oh. oh, okay. And it just goes on. Yeah. Like nothing happened. Yeah. Like, that's also a very 14-year-old thing to do. <laughs> oh, it was great. <laughs> yeah. So anything having to do with hypnosis, 10 out of 10. They were very good. <laughs> All right. So the last one is, who would you most want to hang out with from the movie? Okay. Who do you think I'm going to say? Oh, you always say someone ridiculous. So I'm going to say the little sister. I did not say that, but I kind of wish I had. Oh, okay. I put Nina. I also put Nina. <laughs> <laughs> why did you put Nina? Because she wants to save the universe. That's why I put uh, the world. Too. I can't say universe, save the Earth. See, I feel like mine was more direct. Like, Nina likes composting, and I like composting. And you could also control people's minds with her technology if you wanted to. That's true. So, yeah. I mean... You could be yeah. completely benevol- benevol- benevolent, benevolent, yeah. yeah. And I feel like go. if I were to control people's minds, it would be like that's how I would justify it. Like you make people go to the library more often. Go people, go to the library, recycle. Like when you see a trash can and a recycling can right next to each other, and you have a Coke can, put it in the recycling, please. You make J.K. Rowling write another book in the Harry Potter series. Yeah, and I make her less of a turf. Why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> it's fine that we both put Nina though. Yeah. 
Go Nina. Nice. She's great. So now we are on to hot seat. I think you should start this time. Okay. Here is my question. Did you watch any superhero shows when you were a kid? And if so, which ones did you like? TV shows? Yeah. Like Saturday morning cartoon kind of thing. I don't recall... I mean, I may have, like, cartoons I may have watched, but I can't recall them specifically. Mm-hmm. I remember wanting to watch certain ones that were on, like, like the, like, younger Batman and Robin. And what was the one with, like, the, they were all, like, kids, the superheroes. Teen Titans. Teen Titans. I, I watched wa- that. See, I wanted to watch that, but never got into it. Um, but I do, <laughs> I think it was in high school, and I was watching some, like, old tv shows whatever some channel i forget what channel would be like tv channel i don't know if it's a real thing tv land whatever that was and, a real channel and it was the old batman and robin tv show and it was one of the funniest things i not on purpose but one of the funniest things i ever watched like <laughs> like the joker was in it and it just looks like like a drag queen basically it looks ridiculous and <laughs> And they're just, like, fighting each other. Like, clearly the fist is, like, completely missing them. No tools or anything. It was one of the funniest things I've ever watched. I think it was probably, like, a sophomore in high school when I first saw it. Nice. And I was like, this is great. How can I watch more of this? Like an Adam West Batman. Oh, it was great. Mm-hmm. And when were those filmed? Like, the 50s? Like, it must be so old. Yeah. I don't think it was the 50s. But. Okay, 60s? It, was, it had maybe, to be 60s. Maybe. Yeah. It's so funny to watch. Did you ever watch any? Yeah. Um, you know, Saturday morning cartoons. I definitely watched Teen Titans. Um, might have watched. I definitely remember watching X-Men. I don't remember if it was a consistent show. The TV. Uh, I never said. Yeah, the cartoons. Show. You know what? I'm getting some sort of like memory of the TV show, but I don't know if it was a movie that was animated or the TV show. I can't answer that question for you, but okay. I definitely remember like Rogue and Gambit and those characters in animated form. The Queen's Gambit. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah the Queen's Gambit animated. Yeah. Um, that was great. So I watched those. Um, I watched Change Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, I mean, I watched that. Are they yeah. superheroes? Yeah. They're mutant turtles, oh, okay. Sam. I, w- I watched that cartoon all the time. I had like the movies too on like VHS. Oh, yeah. The, the live action no, 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 movies? no, like the cartoon oh. movies. They were like 40 minutes long or whatever. There was like oh. one where they had like pizza. and that oh, They w- always have pizza. <laughs> let me finish. Okay, sorry. They had pepperoni pizza. Mm-hmm. And whenever they microwaved it, the like monsters grew out mm. of the pepperoni, I think it was. That's their worst nightmare. It was insane. All right. So my first question is, who is your least favorite? superhero or one of your least favorite oh man um the stretchy guy in up up and away (laughs) (laughs) you hated him that much my least favorite hero this is a tough one one of your least you don't have to do like your absolute least you want to hurt anyone's feelings here (laughs) i don't know because i feel like in terms of movies and comics i if i don't like a hero or they don't grab me i just don't continue so i don't have enough time to dislike them it's just like oh this character didn't grab my attention okay 
let me rephrase the question then. Mm-hmm. Who is your least favorite superhero? And why is it Squirrel Girl? So I've never read a Squirrel Girl comic. And I actually the new iteration of Squirrel Girl looks kind of fun where she's in college and she's cute and sassy. It's also comic or is it? Okay. Comic. Um, But the old Squirrel Girl comic, she just looks so creepy yeah like she has that black it's, eye it's makeup. the eyes yeah, yeah it's yeah, the yeah. eyes and i just i can't get past it is she in any movies no oh okay that's mm-hmm. too bad we should produce one mm-hmm. but i'm pretty sure that squirrel girl would actually be like the best hero because she has all the speed and agility and strength of a squirrel Right, and she loves nuts. Who doesn't? Of course. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure, she, I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure she can communicate with squirrels. Okay. Not 100% sure, but still, the speed, agility, and strength of a squirrel, like, relative to a human, that's a tremendous amount of superpower. Oh, certainly. Very agile, I yeah. would say. Yeah. All like, right. Yeah. So you don't hate squirrel, girl. I hate the, the image of old Squirrel Girl. Okay. And at this point, I just don't read the Squirrel Girl stuff to taunt you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. By the way, audience, it's been years <laughs> since this started. <laughs> All right, let me go into my second question. Then. Okay. What is your favorite weakness of a superhero in that this movie, it was tinfoil? <laughs> Um, not Kryptonite. In the new Miss Marvel comics, which I admit it's been a few years since I revisited them, but I'm pretty sure that her, quote, weakness is her family. Um, so it's more, it's an emotional thing. So, like, she does things to protect her family. And if anything happened to her family, then she's just... It's not great for her um, because she cares about them. So she does what she can to save them. But a lot of her decisions are based on protecting them and not necessarily looking at the larger picture. She's also in high school. um, So that also plays into it. Uh, But I thought that was, you know, it's an emotional weakness, which I think it makes her more human and relatable, which not all superheroes are. So would you say that's similar to Baby Yoda in that? Spoilers, Sam. What? It came out a day ago. But what if someone's not caught up? Some people are still in the first <laughs> season. I don't think people are going to. I don't think that's big of a spoiler. We'll see. We'll see if we get angry emails. We. This is going to This is gonna blow up. This is going to be the most hate we've ever received. This is going to tank us. Yeah. <laughs> people are going to be like. There was a huge spoiler about the Mandalorian and Disney Channel original newbies. Yes, that's correct. Cancel culture them. Yes, please. That's not the... Cancel them. Please cancel us. Cancel us. I dare you. Coward. There's going to be so much... We're going to be trending on Twitter in a bad way. 100%. Although, there's no such thing as bad press. (laughs) (laughs) What else happened in the most recent episode of The Mandalorian? So what is your... Sec- you only did one so far, right? Yeah. What yeah. was your second question? 
what would your weakness be? What would be your kryptonite? Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, probably <laughs> swimming. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a six foot deep pool. He'll never get us. I'll fight any crime as long as it's not on one of the seven oceans or any of the seas. <laughs> or in a diving pool. <laughs> Or a small <laughs> pond. Get me away from small ponds. <laughs> Otherwise, I will save the day. <laughs> so yeah, no water, please. Rain is okay. I'm okay with rain. But yeah. No. Also, shallow water. No six foot deep water. Yeah. Not anything you can't stand in. Also, anything that's gross to touch. <laughs> oh, no stagnant. No stagnant water. Yeah. I guess is the way I'll put it. Yeah. Because that works with pools and also. Yeah. <laughs> anything else well the pools are okay because they kind of filter yeah, chlorinated out yeah but lakes oh my god anyone that goes in a lake is a fucking psychopath what if the uh the villain is in the bottom of a sink that's filled with gross water everyone's dying <laughs> <laughs> don't worry folks i will stick my hand in there and save the day <laughs> ew uh all right so that was hot seat and so i'm gonna go into your every episode you do a prediction of what the next movie is about so your prediction for this movie was way off was that there was an airplane Mm -hmm. which up up and away makes sense yeah and the main character was a girl Mm -hmm. and she had a friend named joanna (laughs) who was also a girl and i think they were teenagers i'm not sure what you said i I said 13 to 15 so i was right on that that. yeah and there was flying involved and they were on a class trip in an Mm -hmm. airplane and the airplane crashes Uh uh-huh in this Disney Channel original movie, the airplane with children crashes. And it's Lord of the Flies. And it becomes Lord of the Flies. Yeah. Which- Including Peggy. Not that far off. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so that was your prediction for that one. So you're ready for the name of the next movie? Yes. Okay, the next movie is called The Color of Friendship. Oh, you know what? I'll do the prediction for this and then- we definitely missed like major points that we should talk about in the movie. Yeah. All right, we'll get to it. All right. Um. So the color of friendship. I do have to admit that when we first started this adventure, um, either you or someone else talked about the color of friendship, and I did see the movie poster. I'll give you a quick hint. Mm-hmm. It definitely wasn't me. Okay. Someone that I don't remember talked about this, and I did see the movie poster. Okay, that's fine. So I do know that is about two female friends. One is white and one is black. Um, and they are, I'm guessing, friends. Yeah. All Probably right. face some sort of adversity. So what's the adversity in this movie? I'm guessing it's racial tensions. You know what? I got a better question. Mm-hmm. In what era... Does this movie take place? And I think this is not a hint. I have never seen this movie. I think it's modern day for the movie. So, 2000s. In, yeah, in the two, early, late 90s, early 2000s. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the conflict is some sort of racial strife, mm-hmm. is what you said. And what is the resolution in the movie, if there is one? People stop being assholes. Is a resolution that yeah. racism ends? Yes. Forever for everyone. All right. That's not, a, that's not just for these two girls. That's a fun movie. Yeah. 
Or it just ends for these two girls, which, you know, we'll, we'll take what we can get. Fair. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what were the plot points you wanted to go over about this movie? Um, Not the plot points, but this was the first movie where the lead character and the lead family were all black yes oh yeah we didn't mention that at all yeah 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 and the villains the villain well we did mention george well, jefferson though we did that's true but yeah uh all superhero family and the villain was a white male yes mm-hmm. and what was the name again of the woman nina nina also a white woman and I think well, I mean, all she's a vegan, so that's not surprising. Fine. And all the I think all the bad guys are white. I'm pretty yes. sure. Yeah. Although we don't really know who the, like the goons are for the most part. We know like one, mm-hmm. but the other ones kind of like come. But out they're of on, they're on screen. And yeah. They were all white. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that was. I feel like that's pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Even even now in the year 2020, almost 2021, there are not a whole heck of a lot of black superheroes. Yes. Besides than the boys, which they address it very straightforwardly. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll get into some more background about it. Mm-hmm. So it was written by Daniel Berenson, who did Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Well, I liked Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, it was Witch. great. Great yeah. show. And it was directed by... Mm-hmm. Robert Townsend. Why is his name familiar? Oh, he's the uh, he's the father in the movie. Oh, he directed the movie. Good for him. He was great. All of the acting in this movie. It was fun. Even the young sister was great. Everyone was great in this movie, except Elastic Man was terrible. Oh, yeah. but also it's probably difficult because it's but all like green, whatever, like the arm, green obviously. Screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was definitely like, I'm in this movie for 30 seconds, better make the most of it. <laughs> and the the last thing, so there's, well, a couple other things. Obviously, we mentioned George Jefferson already. So there's nothing on IMDb about this movie. There's no trivia. There's no goofs. There's nothing. But the one thing that there is, is that under the section about for kids, whether or not they should watch this movie, mm-hmm. in the section for frightening and intense scenes, it says, mild. When the family, except for the boy, is locked up in a cage, it first appears as if there is no hope and the evil man will take over the world. This is also present when the mind control software is in use. That's it. That's called plot. <laughs> so the frightening thing is that not, there's what, a plot to this movie. not what's happening. It's that they may not. They may not win. They might lose. Might not be a happy ending. Oh, it's so great. <laughs> and a couple things about some of the actors. We already mentioned Kevin Connolly, who's E from Entourage, is the bad guy in the movie. We already mentioned George Jefferson. And the last one is Randy, the kid. You've never seen Alpha Dog, have you? No. He's an Alpha Dog. He's great in Alpha Dog. But yeah, that's all I had about this. But going back to, you know, the Alexis Bledel test. <laughs> But whether anyone in this movie was also in Gilmore Girls. I'm pretty sure that when we were watching, you made a comment like, oh, I think they're in Gilmore Girls. So I'm going to say it does pass the Alexis Bledel test. I don't remember which character you said it about. 
All right, so no one in this movie is in Gilmore Girls. What? But the producer of this movie, one of the producers of this movie, also produced some episodes of Gilmore Girls. Maybe that's what you said. And like a bunch of guys who did the soundtrack for this movie also did some soundtrack work <laughs> for Gilmore Girls. <laughs> There's like 12 dudes. So it passes the test. <laughs> and one guy's name is George Funky Brown, which is a fantastic name. But otherwise, no one, no actors, unfortunately. Is so funky in quotes? No, it just says George Funky Brown <laughs> that's even on better. IMDb. Yes. And I think that's all I've got. You have anything else to add? No. No, that's it. All right. Well, any uh, words of advice to leave our audience off with? One more thing. Okay. That I have a question on. Sure. So whenever the dad flies, he says up, up, and away. And the same thing with the grandpa. Does flying only work if they say up, up, and away? Yes. Okay. Thank you for answering that. Bye. Up, up, and away!